0: Hey, winner, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. If you've been with me for a while, thank you so much for tuning in every week. But if you're new and listening for the first time, I'm really glad you're here and I just want to welcome you. One thing I added this year on the podcast is what I call Thursday Tidbits, where we give you tangible tips that you can implement immediately as you work to live intentionally in all areas of your life. We'll be talking about all things mindset, life balance, organization, faith, fitness, parenting, and so much more. These are short and sweet episodes that you can listen to on your workout or while driving kiddos to and from activities while you're driving to work, but they're meant to inspire you to make small changes that, when done consistently and long enough, will make monumental differences in your life. I love our topic today, and it's perfect as we start 2021, the courage to embrace new beginnings. Now, we have a little different spin on it because when you hear new beginnings, Many times you think positive. New beginnings are better and exciting and full of adventure. But new beginnings can also be really scary. It can also be a call to let go of the past and move forward into the unknown, embracing the new season you are in. New beginnings aren't always easy. Today I get to share my friend, Heather Chapman with you. She's a faith and homeschool blogger at Lessons From Home, and she has had her own emotional journey as she embraces new beginnings through dealing with the grief of losing a child. I've learned so much from her about how to keep going when the going gets tough. She embraces a really strong faith and allows God to work through her in amazing ways. Heather is a homeschooling mom of five who enjoys learning and exploring with her family, as well as long walks outside, coffee, and all things chocolate. At Lessons from Home, she writes to encourage others in their faith, parenting, and homeschooling journeys. She also writes about grief, loss, and healing that can come from Christ. Let's get into today's Thursday tidbits of Embracing New Beginnings with my friend Heather. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals, his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey Heather, thank you so much for joining me today for Thursday Tidbits. I'm excited to have you here on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, and since this is your first Thursday tidbits, I would love for you to just take your time to introduce yourself and your family. Um, Tell us anything you want us to know before we get started.
1: Okay, so I am a homeschooling mama. I have five kids, four here on earth, one up in heaven. Um, my oldest is 13, my youngest is three. So I have quite a range there. Um, I love homeschooling. I love being outside. We live in a pretty cold climate. I'm not crazy about the below zero temperatures, but um, we enjoy um, you know, being outside camping and hiking and, you know, playing sports outside together. Um, Let's see, I um, am in my 40s now. So I feel like I am definitely middle aged. And um, I have just over the years, I feel as if I've talked to so many wise women and found such wonderful encouragement and guidance and feel as if I really want to impart that On others as well who are in my same stage of life. You know, parenting can be challenging, and we're often like scratching our heads and just managing to keep. Um, the family running and keeping ourselves running and um, our own cups filled. And um, as wives and moms and daughters and sisters, it's a lot to handle. Um, So anyway, um, I write blog lessons from home and lessons from home um, was originally supposed to be a homeschooling homesteading blog. Um, And before I launched it, I lost my eight year old daughter in an accident and that totally changed our lives. Obviously we were plunged into deep, deep grief. And, um, during that period of grief, I felt like God was telling me, um, I want you to share this grief with others. And, um, and it was a good way for me to let other family and friends know how we were doing. People didn't know how to approach us. You know, it's hard to say to somebody, who has lost someone, how are you doing? Because of course they're doing terribly, you know? And so, um, the journal, the blog was like an online grief journal. And, um, I was wrote in that for almost exclusively about grief, about what God was teaching me through the grief and, um, finding hope in Christ through the grief. Um, for a full year. And then I sort of switched gears. I still write about grief, but it turned more into a Christian parenting blog. And so, um, I write all about us, you know, things that we're going through, um, adventures that we're having, things that I'm learning, things I'm trying to impress upon the kids, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I love it. And I've loved, um, watching your journey and actually we met online. And so I love that I've made these connections and now we're like such good friends online. And we, um, we work together, we collaborate together and just encourage each other. And I think in that space, we need that. And as moms, we need that. And so it's just so fun because those connections can really be rich if you are intentional with them. And I have gleaned so much wisdom from you. Uh, You are definitely a faith filled mama and I love learning from you. And I'm excited about our topic today. I think it's going to be perfect for the new year. I mean, we're We're in 2021 now, and we're going to be talking about the courage to embrace new beginnings. And new beginnings can be a lot of things for a lot of people. And sometimes when you think of new beginnings, you think something, you know, kind of exciting, like it's a new adventure. Um, You're going into the unknown. It's a new chapter. It's uh, you start fresh. But today we're going to we're going to maybe take a little different spin on it, because sometimes new beginnings is scary. Um, Sometimes new beginnings is hard. Uh, when you're dealing with uh, loss or grief or all these things. And so I'd love to hear, why does this topic matter to you?
1: So I originally really started to dwell on the topic of new beginnings. Um, It was December of 2018. So it was a full year since we'd lost our Rebecca and we took a family vacation right after Christmas and we were driving back from this vacation. And I, I had really, really enjoyed just having us together, just the six of us. And, but, you know, whenever we're doing something fun, I was, you know, I think about Rebecca and that she, that she couldn't be there with us, you know, and um, I had really enjoyed the break. Um, you know, I tend to be a super busy and active person. And we just as a family, we have a lot of activities. And so it, we went to a water park for three days and we just had fun. The entire thing was fun. And as we were driving home, I could feel, I could feel like a sense of sadness setting in and I wasn't quite sure Like, why? Because we had had such a good time. And I didn't want to return back to normal life. And I was looking ahead and it was like dusk and we live in the northern Midwest and it's nothing but pine trees, you know, and I just, I'm looking at these pine trees and, um, and i like i was thinking to myself like this is what my future holds it's nothing but this dusk you know like there's nothing good can happen in the future because that's what i felt at the time and you know whether you're dealing with grief from a loss of a loved one or, you know, a divorce or broken relationship or a friendship, you know, that has dissolved. Sometimes it's hard to see anything good ahead. And I'm looking at these pine trees and my husband says to me, look at the sunset. And I looked ahead, you know, I'm like, ah, there's no sunset. He goes, no look behind you. And I looked behind me and the entire sky was lit up in colors, you know, oranges and pinks and reds. And it was one of the most beautiful sunsets I'd ever seen. And um, I'm like, wow, that is so pretty. And um, as (laughs) I turned around and I just felt really sulky. I'm like, how could something so beautiful be in my past when there's nothing in the future? And um, that's when I really felt God say to me, like, it doesn't have to end. You're gonna have another sunset tomorrow. You know, this sunset, like this year that you're closing, this experience that you're closing, this what you're afraid to let go of doesn't have to end. And I think that um, when we are afraid of those new beginnings, we think it's because that means we have to let go and not visit those things again you know those good things from the past whether it be you know the time that your marriage was happy or the time that your mother was here and you guys went shopping every Saturday you know whatever it is that you feel it was wonderful in the past just because you're moving on doesn't mean you're letting go um And that's a big thing with grief is you need to let go and move on. And so I don't actually really like to use those terms. Um, But it's not a matter of letting go, meaning never thinking about it again. You still carry all of that stuff with you. All of those good times are still with you. Um, And they give you the courage then to move on to your new beginnings.
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's true. It's like, yes, we need to let go of our past, the stuff that haunts us. And move on, so God can um, continue us on the path that we're supposed to be. But it doesn't mean forgetting. And right. you know, I think about even like um, you know, September eleven. What do we say? Never forget, because the past does shape us. And exactly. so it, knowing where we came from um, is important, and not losing that too. Um, and so I think that's that's something to embrace as we move into new beginnings. And you know, new beginnings was a word of mine. For 2019, I think it was 2019, it was New Beginnings. Um, I was in the process of finishing up my book. Um, I had just broken my ankle. God had slowed me down completely and said, you got to get out of these roles that you're in. I have more for you. And it was a shock because it was so unknown and unfamiliar. And I'm in this new territory. Um, But then New Beginnings really set with me because it was like God was saying, I have more for you. I'm not saying don't forget, but I'm saying I have more. And if you're not willing to step into it, I can't do it for you. And, you know, and so it looks different for everyone. Everyone's new beginnings are different, um, but it is a journey and it's a process. And, um, and I think that this subject is just so important. Uh, Why do you feel like this subject is important?
1: I think because we tend to be afraid that we are forgetting the things that we're holding on to by embracing the new. And, you know, it's kind of like when you have one child and you dote on that one child and they're your everything. And then you have another child and you wonder, can I love them both the same? And yes, you can love them both the same. And I think our experiences that we are leaving behind in order to embrace our new beginnings still come with us. And I don't mean, you know, like carrying a lot of baggage, but you, you learn from them, even the negative things you know, even like the death of losing my daughter, I, I carry with me, um, You know, the things that I've learned and how I've changed and how God has revealed his purpose in my life. And I've come to understand things that I would have never understood before. And so when you're leaving, um, you know, happy times in order, maybe you're moving across the country, you know, maybe your husband lost his job and you have to uproot the whole family. Um, You know, things like that happen. And so we are afraid of that. Um, But God is still in control and he's still working in your life.
0: Yeah, he is. Are you talking to me? (laughs) I know. I didn't talk to you. (laughs) I uprooted to Colorado. My husband's his job. Um, So many things happened this year, right? Or in 2020. 2020 was a year no one's going to forget, right? But that's so funny. And it's true. We had new beginnings this last year. And again, learning to trust and learning to continue and to keep on that path. Um, so Thursday tidbits. I think um, you guys are going to be so excited to hear these. Uh, every Thursday, they're not going to be long episodes, but they're going to be fully packed with application. So we're going to have topics each week, and this week's topic topic is about the courage to embrace new beginnings and how to do that. And so that's why I have Heather on here today. She's going to go through three um, different hacks that you can use um, as you work on embracing. And I think 2021 for us is all a new beginning. We're all learning how to, one, leave 2020 behind, um, but we're learning how to embrace the new, um, the unknown, maybe even the scary going into, we don't know what 2021 is going to look like. We still don't know um, what the mandates are going to be completely, if they're going to ever shut things down again. like We just don't know. And obviously, 2020 taught us that we don't know that things can happen in a blink of an eye. So planning for the future is good, but we got to take things day by day. Um, So as far as embracing our new beginnings, what is your first tip that you have for us today?
1: So my first tip, and this is like very common, is to pray. And I mean, really pray. We often pray after we've become all stressed out about a situation. We have often, we often pray after we already analyze the situation upside down and inside and out. Um, but if you start with the prayer, then I feel as if God gives you the courage and the peace to do what's next. And um, it's funny, you we're talking about all that went on in 2020. And I think that um, things changed so quickly. And just by nature, most of us are afraid of change. We're afraid of the unknown you know and that unknown becomes less scary when you give it over to someone god who who knows you know we are such um small creatures and um god is so great compared to where we're at and just the fact that he knows what is going to happen next year he knows where your path is going and to be able to put our trust in that is will strengthen us you know Um, I feel as if um, prayer intentional prayer, um, can be done anywhere. Um, people often think, well, I need to get up at 4am before the kids so I can sit in my little corner, you know, and pray, which is totally wonderful. Yes, you should get up at whatever time you can so that you can have your silent prayer, but pray throughout the day. That's not it. Communication with God should happen all day long. You know, whether you're putting on music to help you overcome your fear, or you're praying with your kids, or you're praying in your quiet time, or you're driving. I pray a lot when I drive, um, you know, so just keep, keep that connection with God open because that's where your real peace comes from.
0: I love that. And, and you're right. Communication is what, like a real relationship with God is really about us coming to him as our father um, and thinking about him in that way. Like we don't have to, he's um, actually at church this last week or this past week. Um, our pastor was talking about that. Like, how how do we pray? And we're praying to our father. And did you know that this is, Christianity is the only religion that's lets us pray to our father. It's, uh, you know, otherwise he's known as this scary being or this all powerful, you can't connect like that. But in Christianity, we get to connect like that. And right. it's one place where we don't have to guard ourselves and we can just let it out. Like, he just wants to know. It's almost like having that conversation. Like, I also heard it said, you know, think about if you only talk to your husband in the morning, would you have a real relationship? Like if it would exactly. Be somebody, yeah. So it's like throughout the day, it doesn't have to be this fancy, uh, you know, our father who art in heaven, hello be thy name. You know, we don't have to be fancy with it. We just have to say, Hey, I need you. <laughs> I don't know what to do, exactly. you know, and, or thank you. Um, I don't have road rage. To, I pray in the car too. <laughs> because I get really bad road rage. If I'm going to get mad, it's usually in the car. So I've been, I've been worked on with that, but, but yeah. So it's like, you know, you just say, thank you. And, and same thing. Like, you know, I think about when you hit a red light and you're in a hurry like, Oh my gosh. Then it's like, thank you for keeping me safe from something. Okay. Right. And just those things. And it's, that's what communication is. And I, I think it's a simple um, tip. But it's not because it isn't as simple to implement. It's a habit we have to create, Um, just like any relationship, right? We have to um, develop it and we have to be willing to work on it. Right. You have to grow it. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. So the first tip is to pray as we move into new beginnings. And I think that also, I mean, the key to that is that, you know, we do the work or we do physical work, but God directs our steps. Right. He knows where he's taking us, but we have to be willing to go. Um, So um, prayer first and foremost, absolutely, especially when we're going into the unknown. Um, After we pray, what should we do?
1: I think um, what works the best for me is to write it all down. And this is why. Uh, I've I don't know if you've ever had a fear, it swirls around in your head and it will continue to swirl around in in your head until it reaches a point where it's not really realistic. And I discovered or I learned this um, when I had a lot of anxiety um, and I would just you know, I would worry about what if, you know, what if I've made the wrong decision? What if I was supposed to do this? What if I, um, you know, don't do this? And what will happen if I don't do this? Or what if, you know, the world economy crashes or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But it starts to swirl and it picks up speed and it almost like it picks up more debris, you know, then pretty soon all of your fears are swirling around in your head to the point where they no longer make sense. And when you write it all down, You have to put it out into the lights and expose those fears. And when you expose those fears, they lose power and they don't necessarily go away. But when they're all written down, then you can take a more logical approach and you can, you know, I am afraid that my husband's going to lose his job and, (laughs) and, um, then, you know, then what can I do about that? One, I pray, I bring it to the Lord. Two, we problem solve, you know, we'll do this, this, and this. Um, What steps can I take? But when you have it written down in front of you and you're able to take a logical look at it, it's much more effective than just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And uh, I saw a counselor for a while after we lost Rebecca and she was just so needed for me, not that she actually... Helped me through the grief process, like gave me all the answers and, assisted me through it, but just to be able to pour out everything that was swirling around in my head in a safe place, and then for her to say, "Okay, now let's look at this." And I found that to be extremely helpful, and I just continue to use those tactics um, whenever I'm afraid or anxious or stressed or overwhelmed, because when you get it out of your head, it just becomes much more logical and easier to deal with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think, and there's something about pen to paper. I really do think so. I think it just, it clears your head. It gets you kind of in the space where now you've let it all out. Okay. I, and on. you can be as emotional and as raw, kind of like I do with my prayers. Sometimes I journal prayers like that, where I just get it all out, all my feelings, the negative, the everything. Um, and then I can kind of look at that and go, okay, what's real? What do I need to work on? Um, how can I get through this? and who do I need to let in? Um, How do I go to God? You know, that kind of thing. I think that journaling is super key to that.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Very cool. So, so we have praying and journaling and um, what is your third piece of advice as we are moving forward into this new beginning?
1: My third piece of advice would be to surround yourself with confirmation, whether it be Bible verses, um, confirm confirming that God is taking care of you, that God is loving you, that, um, he is preparing a future for you and giving you hope or, you know, ask friends to pray for you, you know, go to those women in your church who are wiser and have lived longer than you and tell them, you know, this is what I feel God's leading me to do. And I'm scared to death, you know, or this is, you know, this relationship is no longer working. I know that it's time to leave it behind. And I don't feel like I have the courage to do this on my own. Can you pray with me? You know, so scriptures, People, you know, um, I sometimes think we underestimate the uh, um, the need of community. You know, I don't think we were meant to travel this path alone. And so, when you have someone like minded that you can trust and can just encourage you, even if it's just, you know, I'm there for you, whether you know you feel like you're failing or you're scared, or um, I'll. I'm here for you. And so, um, and then scripture does the same thing because God is always there for us and we always need that reminder. So, you know, whether you're the type to um, write down your verses uh, or if you want to hang them up around your house, my, my mom has Bible verses all over her house, but it's like when I walk in and I'm getting a glass of water, I'm like, oh yeah, that's really uplifting. <laughs> you know, it's encouraging.
0: Yeah, it's a good reminder. And actually, if you came to my house now, I don't because it's not my house right now. So I'm trying to keep it like all nice. So but you would find verses all over my house or just sayings or whatever, um, because I think the same. I think whatever we put into our minds is really crucial and we need to be really intentional with uh, what we're filling our mind with, uh, because we could fill it with so much fear and anxiety and work. But if we put those things in front of us, we'll see them. And I think you're right. I mean, God says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he is one constant that doesn't change. In the world that changes, everything around us every day changes, but he doesn't. And his promises and his word doesn't. And so I think that's a really, really great tip for us. Um, I just, I think about this going, it seems so simple, (laughs) right? Um, Putting it all together Um, But, you know, mamas, did you hear that? I want you to hear what she said is the community. Don't go out of it alone. I think us as moms, we feel like we have to do it ourselves or do it alone. And we're not, if we're not, uh, then otherwise we don't feel capable enough or we feel guilty. But that's not, that's a lie from the enemy because God created community and he created us to share in each other's burdens and to serve each other. And so I think that tip is so important. Um, do you have any final thoughts for us as we wrap up? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I just, this is, and like I said, this is Spitfire. We're doing this real fast so that we can get these tangible things out. Um, so what Heather told us today, as we embrace new beginnings, as we embrace 2021, whatever it is that you are going through, um, how, whatever 2020 brought for you, Our first thing is to pray. Our second thing is to write it down. Journal. Uh, Journal as your thoughts in a letter. Journal it as a prayer. Do whatever you need to, but get it out. And then third, um, find community. You know, dig into the word for promises. Uh, Dig into mentors or women who have gone before you. Uh, church godly women who can support you and encourage you in this journey called life and motherhood and all the things and all the roles we have. Um, Heather, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a pleasure. I um, just, I learned a lot too. And I just thank you for sharing your heart with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here.
0: Wasn't that a wonderful conversation with Heather? I'm so glad that she was willing to come on with us and share her wisdom when it comes to finding courage to embrace new beginnings. New beginnings are sometimes really exciting and they're new adventures, but a lot of times they're scary and they're in the unknown. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. I love these Thursday tidbits. Quick, surefire tips to help you live intentionally. Until next time, in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.